Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likut Halachas. Yoradeya Chelikalev, Hilchos Hechsher Kalim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Lamed Aleph. We dedicate the Shir today, Lilo Nishmas Zvulun Barabi Yosef Shloimoi Hakoyhen, whose yard site is today on the fifth of Tammuz, and Lilo Nishmas Tuvio Barabi Yisrael Yitzchok, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, and Rosa Bas Itamar, and for a complete Rafua Shalema for all those that need it including Chaviv Hanna Basgalia, <coughs> Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yuspa Hendel Basgitleya, Sorochel Bas Yuspendel, Aviv Ilana Bas Yuspendel, Ruvain Chaim Ben Chanelka, Eliana Golda Bas Chanefega, Ayelet Shoshana Bas Chanaleya, Shendel Bas Leya, Yafa Bas Dvoira, Nachman Ben Yafa, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Aaron Ben Sorososha, Tuviet Zvi Ben Chayaliza, Miriam Soreliana Bas Yehudas Tvoira, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, <coughs> Nisim Ben Rivka, Shlomo Nisim Ben Mazel, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Shimon Zvulon Ben Soraleya, Leirena Bas Aviva Chaya, Jonas Ben Hilda, Yosef Avram Eliezer Nisim Ben Pesia, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Sora Bas Odel, Rochel Bas Sora, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. Rab now is going to take us into the topic of Bris Mila and connect it to everything we've been learning so far, especially chapter 66 in Likut Imran, which this halach is based on. <laughs> Everything we've been learning here so far is related to a bris mila. bris nimza Eliyahu. And at every bris mila, Eliyahu is present, as is brought in the Pirkei de Rebeliezer. Ki Eliyahu malach habris. Eliyahu is actually called the malach habris. Ki Eliyahu mamshech derech hakodosh hamavur leel. Elianovi is the one who brings this holy path that we've been discussing throughout this halacha into the world. Shehu bechinas vihino pishnayim baruch He's the one about whom the Torah says when he was about to leave the world, his student Elianovi asked him for double his power, and Elianovi promised him that if he sees, if Elianovi sees Elianovi taken from him, He'll know that he received that double power, Pishnaim. Shezeha Mikra Nemar Binyan Eliyahu Velisha Koidem Sheolo Eliyahu Venestalik Lashamayim. Keliyahu Hu Pinchos Ben Elozor Ben Arna Koyen. Because the Medrash tells us that Eliyahu Hanavi was actually Pinchos, the son of Elozor, the son of Arna Koyen. We know that the focus of everything that the Koyhen does in the Beis HaMikdosh is to sweeten the anger of Hashem by, by helping us get our sins forgiven. And to draw that Holy Spirit of Moshiach from potential into actualization. 
That's what this Pishnaim is really all about. It's that divine spirit of Moshiach, as we discussed earlier in paragraph 14. And therefore, the final redemption that we are waiting for through Moshiach is dependent on Elianovi, Sheyavoi Vyevaser Hagula. He's going to be the one to come before Moshiach comes and to give us the good news that Moshiach is coming. And in all of our prayers, where we ask for Moshiach, we ask for Elianovi to come first. Because the coming of Moshiach will be based on the revelation of Elianovi, Shehu Mamshich Bechinas Pishnaimanal. Elianovi is the one who draws this double light into the world. Shehu Bechinas Hisgalus Moshiach, which is what the revelation of Moshiach is all about. Because when this, when when bringing this pishnaim into the world will be completed, the process of bringing it from potential into actualization, that's when Moshiach will come speedily in our days. Ki ikur bechinas pishnaimanal nimshach mi moshiach kanal. Because this double light, this double power, comes from the divine spirit of Moshiach. So therefore, there's a very important connection between this pishnaim and Moshiach. And Elianovi specifically <coughs> is the tzaddik about whom the Torah tells us openly that he had this pishnaim. Rav Nosnazal is going to elaborate on this soon. V'alkein Eliyahu memuna al mitzvah smila, and this is why Elianovi is appointed to be involved in the mitzvah of a bris smila, k'mayisham rabbi Seinuzal, as it says in Pirkei Rabbi ki mitzvah smila upriya lachtoich ulevatel klipas haorla v'hapriya miabris koidish, because the mitzvah of a bris mila, which has two parts to it, the, the mila, the cutting away of the orla, and the priya, the tearing of the, the outer skin and folding it over to reveal the crown, that's the concept of breaking and destroying the obstacles those things that try to cover up the truth. Shehein bechinas orla dechafial bris. They are compared to that orla, that foreskin that covers over the bris koidish. Utsrichen lachtoich uleshaber ulevatel kol hamenios. And it's our mission to cut and to break and to eliminate all of those obstacles that are blocking us, that are in the way from us coming close to Kedusha, with tremendous effort, with a willingness to put our life on the line, 
and even willingness to have our blood spilled. And to be willing to endure major pain. Just like that baby at the time that we're doing the bris mila. The Khitchen Ha'orla were cutting away the Orla, the Koirin Oir Priya and tearing that skin that's gonna be involved in the Priya, Shehain Bechinas Klau Kol Hamanio Shabailam. This this Orla and the Priya represent all of the different obstacles in existence that a person has blocking them from coming close to holiness. All of these obstacles draw from and come from these klipos, these klipos of the Orla and the Priya. Because the most powerful, the most important obstacles that a Jew has to contend with in this world are the obstacles that block a person from coming close to the true tzaddik, she'al yodoi ikr tikan by which the person could achieve tikan because the tzaddik is the epitome of tikan abris. As the Zohar Kodesh says, man tzaddik, man denotar bris, who achieves the title tzaddik, one who is outstanding in shmira sabris, yosef hatzaddik. This is the most important focus of the entire Torah. And we know that the word bris with the koilel is Bigematria 613 to show that in a certain sense this is the entire Torah. And it's impossible for a person to achieve real tikana bris Without the tzaddik oemes, the notir bris, the tachlis hashlemus, she'ein shlemus achrov, who is the one who, who upholds, who perfects the bris to the highest degree of perfection. Umi shemizgaber l'shaber hamaniyos, b'mesiras nefesh, b'bechina zois, and a person who works very hard to overcome all the obstacles, and the person puts their life on the line to be able to accomplish this, that person is to come close to the tzaddik, and to see the truth, which is also an aspect of this concept of emes, as the Pasuk refers to seed of truth, complete seed of truth. The Zera is the concept of Tikkun Abris being associated with Emes. Now we know, just to pause for a moment, usually Emes is associated with the Midah of Tiferes, and Bris is the Midah of Yesoid. There's a very important rule in, in the Zohar Kodesh. The Zohar Kodesh says, Guf obris chadhu. Guf, the body, which the term Tiferes represents the body. The term Tiferes represents all of the spheroids, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferes, Netzach, and Hoi. Guf, Tiferes, and Bris are one. The Zohar Kodesh says, Yaakov ve Yosef kechodoch shivi. 
Yaakov Avinu, who represents Emes, Titein Emes Liakov, and Yosef are considered like one. They are both represented by the letter Vov of Yudke Vovke. The Vov of Yudke, the Yud is Chachma, the He is Bina, the Vov is Tiferes, and the Vov is Yesoid. And the Vov is the six spheroids from Chesed through Yesoid. <coughs> so we're being told here that coming close to the Tzaddik means coming close to the truth. And then the person is to this double, which is the main perfection. And all of this we draw through Elianovi, and this is why Elianovi is referred to as the Malachabris. Again, in, in paragraph Lamed Gimel, we'll go into this more to show how Elianovi is this Pishnaim. Vialkein, Iefsher lekabel satoira, kiem al mila utvila. And this is why the Gemara tells us that it was impossible for Klal Yisrael to be able to receive the Torah without going through a bris mila and tvila, dipping in the mikvah. V'chein, and so too, when a non-Jew wants to convert, will only accept them once they've gone through these two procedures. Because for a Jew to really receive the Torah properly, the person must break minias, obstacles. The person must show tremendous dedication and willingness for self-sacrifice, by which the person is zoichet to bring things from potential to actualization, bechinas pishnayim anal, which is the pishnayim that we've been discussing. Shehu bechinas kabolas That's what receiving the Torah is really all about receiving that double kedusha, shekol zeh hubechinas milo utvila, and and all of this, this pishnaim, this koyach alapoyal, is all tied into mila and tvila, as we've been explaining. Kikfar mavur alamala, because we already explained earlier in paragraph tezayin, shebechinas tikenabris hubechinas yosef that the concept of Tikkun is associated with Yosef, Shehu Bechoyer. He is the one who acquired the birthright, which was forfeited by Ruvain, Shehu Bechinas Pishnayim. The Torah tells us that a Bechoyer gets double portion of inheritance. And the word Bechoyer, Beis is two, Chaf is 20, Reish is 200, 222 to show that the concept of Bechoyer is a concept of this Pishnayim. Ki iker tikun ho'ilam al yedei ho'ilodas hadoiros. Because the main perfection and completion of the world is dependent on generations being born. Shal yedei zeh mamshichin hezgalos elokusoi midor ledor. That's how we draw the revelation of Hashem and pass it on from generation to generation. Bechinas doer le doer yeshabach masecha. One generation to the next generation 
praises the actions of Hashem. Bechinas chai chai hu yoidecha. It's the living, these living generations, these new children that are born in every generation, they are the ones who praise Hashem. Av lebonim yoidia elamitecha. A father to his children will pass on the truth, the truth of, of Hashem. Shekol zehu bechinas pishnayim. This is all this concept of this double. Shemamshichim chiyas elikus. Whereby we draw life energy from Hashem, which is this recognition of the truth. This is the real essence of spiritual life that's being transmitted from the upper ruach to the lower ruach. Mirav Talmud, from rabbi to student, Me'av Ben, from father to son. What are they transmitting? They're transmitting the truth, the, the faith in Hashem. V'alkein koro Elisha le'Eliyahu ovi. And this is also why Elisha Novi referred to his Rebbe, Elianovi, as my father. Kamoshikosuv ovi ovi rechev Yisroel. Ki hakoil echod Because it's all one, the concept of a rabbi and a student and a father and a son. And all of this can be accomplished through That's where a holy birth comes from, from the Bris Kodesh. And we said it's by bringing new children into the world. That's how we draw this Pishnaim. Shehu Bechinas Noyach Noyach. As the Pasuk says in the beginning of Parshas Noyach, Eile toildo is Noyach, Noyach ish tzadik. Bechinas Noyach leila, Noyach lesato, as the Zohar Kodesh says. Ki Noyach ish tzadik. Because note, the Torah defines Noyach as ish tzadik, Shehu man denotar bris, which is the title that we give to someone who is pure in Shmiras habris. Ki Noyach noilad mohul. Because the Zohar Kodesh tells us, and the Medrash tells us, that Noyach was born circumcised, showing a, a super high level of Tikkun Abris, Tzadik. And therefore, Tekev Shenoilat Hatinoik, as soon as a child is born, Tzrichin Bayoim Hashmini, Lachtoi Choorlo, Velikroya Oyer Hapriya. We have to perform these two acts, cutting away the removal of the Orla and tearing the membrane for the Priya, Legaloi Soatora, to reveal the crown. Kedei Levatel Uleshaber Haklipois, in order to eliminate and destroy the powers of Tumor, Shemehem Kol Hamenios Hachoifen Alabris Koidesh, which are the cause and the source of all the obstacles that cover over the bris kodesh, that try to hide and cover over the light of the tzaddik. Shemishom ikar hamshochas bechinas pishnayim kanal, and it's from the bris kodesh that we draw this pishnayim. Ikar bechinas moitzi mikoyachal the ability to bring things from thought into action, from potential into actual. Because it's via the bris kodesh that all generations are actualized. 
that all children are taken from potential to actual. And this is how we really reveal Hashem, by generations, new generations being born and, and receiving this recognition of Hashem. And this is why there are two types of klipos that cover over the bris kodesh, shehem klipas ha'orla, which are the klipa of the orla, that foreskin that has to be cut away, removed completely, the hapriya, and a second klipa that's dealt with by tearing that skin and folding it over, keneged bechinas pishnayim, corresponding to the double light, this double power of kedusha. Because Hashem has always created the Tuma and the Kedusha parallel to each other. And now we also understand why the first procedure in a bris mila, that process of cutting away the Orla, is called corresponding to the name of the angel that Rabbi Nezal refers to in chapter 66 on Likut Imran, that the angel whose name is found at the end of the three words, Poiseach Es Yodecho, the angel whose name is Ches Tov Chof, which means to cut. Shehu Soifei Tevo is Poiseach Es Yodecho, and Rabbi Nezal says over there, quoting the Zohar Kodesh, Yodecho is Yudecho, Opening up those two yuds of yud kevavke and aleph dalenu yud, ayin sham. Take a look over there in chapter sixty-six in the Kutimran. Shehu bigematria shtei pa'amim ruach, and that angel ches tov chaf is bigematria four hundred and twenty-eight, which is two times ruach. Ruach is two hundred and fourteen. Reish vav ches. Two times Ruach is Ches Tov Chav. as Rabbein Azal explains over there in the second paragraph of Torah Samach Vav, Ayin Shom, take a look. Connecting all of these concepts. Because by removing the Orla, we are Zoichet to purity, to complete the Bris, by which we're zoichet to that double light, which is this two times ruach, the upper ruach and the lower ruach. Rav Nosanzal is throwing a lot of things at us in this paragraph, but all of this is, is explained and mentioned in that chapter 66 in Likut Imran, and we've been touching on all of this throughout the halacha as we've been learning now. Till now. Vesehu, and this is tied into the opening words of Uvo Letzion. The Pasuk says, Uvo Letzion Goyel, Uleshove Fesha Beyakov. The Redeemer, Moshiach, will come <coughs> to Yerushalayim and to, to return all the sinners of Yaakov Avinu. The Isa Bekavonois, and the Arizal writes in his Sefer Likute Torah, Shemarumas the Posuk say that it's hinted in this Posuk, Sheikar Geulas Moshiach, Hualite Tikanabris, 
that one of the most important factors in bringing about the final redemption of Moshiach is Tikkun Habris, as the Arizal shows. As Vezehu, as the Pasuk continues there, Va'ani Zois Brisi, Oisom Omar Hashem, Ruchi Asher Olecho, Udvora Asher Samti Mipicho, Loyomusha Mipicho, Mipizaracho, Mipizera Zaracho, Omar Hashem Yatavia this, this Pasuk includes everything we're speaking about right now. The Arizal says there that again, the, the Goyal will come when? When, when those who commit Pesha, Pesha is like the worst degree of sin, which is Pigama Bris, which the Arizal says there refers to Zera Levatola, Chasvashon, wasting seed. As it says right afterwards, Va'ani Zois Brisi. Through Tikkun Abris, that's what's going to bring about the coming of the Goyel. And the Arizal says, when a person, Chas V'Sholem, wastes seed, then, then they're sending that seed to the Sitrachra. They're sending those children that could be born from that seed to the Sitrachra. When the person does Tshuva for this, they return that seed. They return those children into the framework of Kedusha. That's the that's why the Gemara says that Moshiach cannot come until all the souls of the guf will be used up. There's a place in heaven called guf, and until all of those souls are brought into the world as children and live proper lives, until then Moshiach cannot come. So the Arizal says the first letters of the word goyel uleshovei fesha spell the word guf referring to that place in heaven from which all the souls come out of. And the next words, Be'yakov Ne'um Hashem Va'ani spell the word Bonov, his children. That again, Pegam Abris, Chilol Abris causes that seed, those children, to be sent to the Sitra Achra, When a person does tshuva for Pegam Abris, those children are returned to the Kedusha. And the Pasuk here uses again that term, Ruchi Asher Olecho, that divine spirit of Hashem which is upon us, and the word of Hashem which Hashem has placed in our mouth, meaning the Torah, will not leave us and our children and our children's children. Shashim Yisborach Hivtiach Lahanovi. In these Psukim, Hashem promised to the Novi Yeshaya, Shehat Torah Loi Tishtakach Mi Yisrael that the Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people, ki horuach asher olav, because that divine spirit of Hashem, which is upon the Torah, hainu bechinas horuach chayim that divine spirit of life, yiye nimshach midor ledor ad oilam, will be passed on from generation to generation until the end. Shezeo bechinas hamshochas pishnaim, that's the concept of drawing this double light, and the, the goal of the redemption is dependent on this. Paragraph Lamed And this will also explain why on the holiest day, on Yom Kippur, the Torah portion that we read in the morning begins speaking about the passing away of the two sons of Aaron HaKoyim. 
ששם מפוירש כל אבוידה סיום הכיפורים. Because right after that initial sentence, in the, the continuation of the Torah portion there, it explains the avoider that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur. She'oz nichnasa Kohen Gadol lefnai velefnim lechaper avoinus b'nei Yisrael. That's when the Kohen Gadol was permitted to go into the inner, inner sanctuary of the Beis HaMikdash in order to bring about a complete forgiveness for all the sins of the Jews. Ki ikar hatshuva uslichas avoynois shaliyom hakipurim hu alidei zechus shnei b'nei aroin shemesu. Because the main of tshuva of Yom Kippur and forgiveness of our sins on Yom Kippur is dependent on the merit of the two sons of Aaron HaKohen who died on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. As the Zohar Kodesh says, Any person who cries over the passing away of the two sons of Aaron HaKoyim is forgiven for all of their sins. This is a very powerful statement in the Zohar Kodesh, and the Shulchan Aruch in Hilchas Yom Kippur quotes this Zohar Kodesh, telling us, that when the Balkoire is going to read that opening line of the Kriya Satoir on Yom Kippur morning, a person should try to concentrate and if at all possible to be able to shed tears, to cry over the passing away of Tzadikim. And, and this is a guarantee that the person is forgiven for all of their sins. Hashem considers this respect and love for Tzadik so important that a person who cries over the loss of tzaddikim, that alone forgives all of their sins. I remember my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld stressed this to all of us, and he would make sure that before the Balkoire started reading the Torah, to wait a little in the morning to give people a chance to concentrate and focus on those words that are about to be read. Because the Arizal discusses this in several different discussions in the Shara Gilgulim, that this double light which Elianavi passed on to his student Elisha Navi, when Elisha Navi asked him, please give me double. These words, Vihino Pishnaim Baruch Achoelai, please let me receive double of your spirit, Heim Soid Nafshoi Shnei Bene Aroi Nodovavil. This is the secret of the two souls of the sons of Arnakoin, Nodovanavil, Shenis Abru Bepinchos, which entered into Pinchos. Shehu Elio, who is Elianovi, Shekine Almaisa Zimri, and Pinchas was the one who avenged the honor of Hashem when Zimri, who was the Nasi of Shevet Shimon, he was one who was respected by the 24,000 members of Shevet Shimon, and he went and took a non Jewish woman and committed an act of sin in front of everyone at the time. To, to try to make it easier for the rest of the Jews to get involved with the non-Jewish women at the time. 
V'chemavorsh kol ze'esham, as the Arizal explains all of this over there, ayin sham, take a look over there, u'bifrat b'sefer tzemach tzadik. And also, in one of the Sifrei Kabbalah, Badrush Hagodol Alelio Elisha, in the major discussion that he has about Elianovi and Elisha, Ayin Sham, take a look over there. Rav Rosenfeld, in his Navi Shurim, explains this a little bit. The Pasuk there, take a look at the wording in the Pasuk, Vihi No Pishnaim. The Arizal says that the word No is Nodov Avihu. It's a, 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 a hint to the, how, how could Elisha Novi ask Elianovi, give me double? Can someone give double what they, if someone has a hundred, can they give two hundred? The answer is, Elisha Novi knew that Elianovi had received the two souls of Nodov and Avihu. <clears throat> they, their sin was that they jumped a certain kanos. They rushed to do something before the right time. They rushed to bring the k'toiris before they were qualified to do it. They weren't married. And we know that Pinchas was known as Kanoi. Pinchas and Elianovi were known as the Kanoi as Kinosi. They were also known as Kanoi. Pinchas was the tikkun for the Kanoas of Notov and Aviu. I, I heard also from Rav Rosenfeld's Horn of Rucha, that the word Pinchas actually has a secret in it. <clears throat> the, 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 the latter letters, the Ches and Samach, are Bigimatria Chaim, life. Every person has a, every Jew has a soul, has a part of Hashem inside of him. Pinchas had a double soul, we said. <clears throat> the letters Pei Nun, Pei is 80, Nun is 50, is Bigimatria 130, is two times Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. Aleph Dalet Nun Yud is the name of Hashem. Pinchas had his Chaim, his life was from two times Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. He had a double soul. He inherited the souls of Notov and Avil. So we see that Pinchas, Elianovi, are this Pishnayim. They are this double. Vialkain and therefore Beyoyim Hakipurim on the day of Yom Kippur, Sheoz Trichen Lasois Chuva, that's one of the most important days when Klal Yisrael is supposed to do Chuva, Ulechaper Avoinois, and to have our sins forgiven, Shekolze Alidei Bechinas Pishnaim and Alkanal, which as we explained earlier in this halacha, the way that we accomplish that is through this double light. That's why we mention the passing away of the two sons of Aaron Because it's through them, through these two holy souls of Notav and Aviyu, which went into Pinchas, Elianovi, who had this double power, Bechinas Vihi, Noah Pishnaim, Baruch it's through, through this Pishnayim that we achieve this forgiveness. Ki iker tikun huavoinois, hualidei shechoizren umoitsiin kol tikune abria, mikoyach alapoyal mechodosh. Because the way that we correct all of our sins, <clears throat> our sins cause a destruction of the world. The way that we correct our sins 
is by recreating the world in a sense. And the way we do that is by once again bringing all the tikkunim of creation from koyach to poyal, from potential to actualization. Through the great power of the, the perfect tzadikim, who are the ones who are able to bring new holy life into the entire creation, from that upper ruach into the lower ruach. That's where this double light comes from, from these two ruachs. And all of this is being accomplished during the ten days of tshuva. It begins on Rosh Hashanah, and it's completed and finalized on Yom Kippur. And this is why it's so important to travel to true tzaddikim on Rosh Hashanah. Because the world was created on Rosh Hashanah. Which world? Man was, who was created on Rosh Hashanah, on the sixth day of creation. Shehu Iker Hoilam. Man is the main purpose, the main tachlis of the whole creation. Ki hakoil nivra bishviloi. Everything was created for the sake of man. Vioz nigmaro habriya vyotsami koyachalapoyal. And it's with the creation of man that the, the creation of the world was completed and was brought from potential to actualization. Through Hashem Himself. However, even though at that point in time when Hashem created man, the world was complete to a certain degree, it wasn't really complete until Odom Arishon would complete the creation by performing his avoida to perfection. That's what everything was really created for, to assist man in bringing the world to a real completion. That's the term Asher Bora Elohim, which Hashem created, La'asois, to do, to make. Hashem intentionally created everything incomplete, in order for man to be the one to complete it. And by Adam Arishan performing his avoida b'shlemus, through this he would recreate and, and recomplete the creation of the world from koyach to poyal. Avol Adam kilkel miyat. However, unfortunately, Adam Arishan messed up right in the beginning. And Hashem had pity on the world. And Hashem carved out a path for tshuva. And Hashem forgave Adam Arishan to a degree. And Hashem established that day 
the day that Adam Arishan was created, the day that Adam Arishan ate from the eight Sadas, that same day, Hashem established that day as Rosh Hashanah. Kamoisham Rabbi Senus al Medrash, as the Medrash points out. Vialkain, Baroshishonah, Tsorich Kolechot, Mi Israel, Lachser Betshuva, Ulesakin Maisov. And that's why it's on Rosh Hashanah that every single Jew has to be zeched to do tshuva and correct all of our ways. So that through our tshuva, we will restore and bring out the tikkun of the creation once again from koyach to poyal. And this is impossible for us to accomplish without the help of the true tzaddikim. And that's why we travel to tzaddikim for Rosh Hashanah. And this is why we go to the graves of tzaddikim on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Ki iker hatikun hualidei tzadikim Because as we learned earlier in this halacha, the main accomplishment of this requires those tzadikim who have already passed away. Shen gdoilem b'misosom yoysem b'bechayeyem Who are greater in death than they are during their lifetime. She'al yodom iker hamshochas bechinas pishnaim kanal And it's through them that we are able to succeed in drawing this double light, this Pishnayim. As Rav Zal discussed earlier in this halacha, in paragraphs 4 through 7, Dalet Zayim. V'zeh ha-tikun b'chinas moitzim ikorach al-apoyal kol ha-briya ikorah b'yoyim roshishonam. And this tikun of being able to take from potential to actualization of the entire creation is accomplished especially on Rosh Hashanah. Because that's the day when man was created. Man who represents the entire world. The whole world was created for the sake of man. And as we say in the Shmon Esrei on Rosh Hashanah, This day of Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of all of your creation. Avul gmar hatikun, but the final completion of this, hu biyoyim hakipurim, is on Yom Kippur. V'yalkein heim aseres yemei tshuva, keneged asorom amoroi shebem nivroilam. And this is why there's a total of 10 days of tshuva, corresponding to the 10 statements of creation. Which correspond to the Ten Commandments, which summarize and include the entire Torah. And the world, the entire world, was created for the sake of the Torah. And all of this corresponds to that letter Yud that Rabbein Azal speaks about in chapter 66 in Likut Imran. Bechinas poiseach es yodecho, opening up the hands, and the Zohar Kodesh says, opening up the Yud. As Rabbein Azal explains in that chapter in Likut Imran and in other places, 
the yud, the, the, the letter yud is pronounced yud vav dalid, which represents the whole flow of shefa from top to bottom, from yud via vav, which is the pipe, to the dalid. <clears throat> and it's from there that we draw from koyach to poyal, from that upper yud, that yud which begins yud kevavke, to the lower yud, which is the yud at the end of aleph dalit nun yud. And that's why there are ten days of tshuva, all focusing on this tikkun of this yud. V'hagmar b'yom ha-kippurim, the completion is on Yom Kippur, sh'oz gmar aseres yimei tshuva, v'oz goimrem lochitsi mikoyach al-apoyal tikkun abriya al-idea tshuva u-slichas avoynais. That's when we complete this process of bringing from potential to actualization the tikkun of the entire creation through our tshuva and the forgiveness of all of our sins which are accomplished especially through the Koyen Godol. And this will explain why one of the first things that we do in the Avoid of Yom Kippur is Hatoras <coughs> Nedorim. We do this, our custom, the Breslov custom, is to do this on Erev Rosh Hashanah in the morning. Right after Shachris, we do a Hatoras Nedorim. And in addition, on Yom Kippur, on the evening of Yom Kippur, we recite, we start off the whole Avoid of Yom Kippur with Kol Nidre. Betchilas Yom HaKippurim, on the beginning of Yom Kippur. Ki Iker Tikun HaTshuva Hu Bebechinas Hatoras Nedorim. Because the main achievement of Tshuva follows the pattern of Hatoras Nedorim. When a person makes a vow saying that this item is forbidden to me, this or this item is forbidden to me, the term Hatoras Nedorim means that the person goes to a rabbi or to three rabbis and the rabbi has to create an opening, find an opening to be able to unlock that vow. What kind of opening? The rabbi says to the person, if you would have known such and such, would you have made that vow? And the person says, definitely not. I never would have done it. And that's called a Pesach Harota, an opening of regret, where the person expresses the fact that they regret having made that vow. They only made that vow because they weren't aware of certain important facts. Had they known that those facts, they wouldn't have made it. That's called a Pesach Harota, an opening. Because the whole accomplishment of tshuva is similar to the concept of hatoras nedorim, which is accomplished by by finding an opening of regret. That's how we draw that pasach which Rabbein Azal speaks about in chapter 66 in Likut Imran, opening up the hands, as Rabbein Azal explains over there. And Rabbein Azal also, also shows in the letter Aleph, if you recall, we discussed many pages earlier, that the letter Aleph has a yud on top, 
a yud on bottom and a pasach, a line, a diagonal line in the middle connecting these two yuds. Ki ho'ikr laso is pesach bo'oyr ho'elyoin hasosum vanela meitonu ma'oid l'roiv goivoi because the most important thing that we need to try to accomplish is to create an opening in that incredible high-level divine light, which is completely hidden from us because it's such a high level. Through their incredible power, they are able to go up to that highest, highest place and be able to create an opening there for, to draw down light from there to us. <laughs> By their creating this opening, they are able to draw holy life, spiritual life from there to us. They're able to draw light from that upper yud, from that highest, highest level, down to that lower yud, which represents us down here. This is also what we pray for in the beginning of Rosh Hashanah, in the evening of Rosh Hashanah, at night in the Tfilas Meirev, after the silent Shmon Esrei, we say that special chapter of Tehillim, Ledovid Mizmor Lashem Ha'oret Simaloya, chapter 24, and there we say, Se'u Sha'orim Roshechem Vehinosu Pishayoyla. Gates, lift up your heads and, and elevate the opening, the Pishayoyla, the opening of the world. Sheyiftach Lonu Barachmov Psochim Ushorim. We're asking Hashem with His great kindness to open up openings and gates. And through this, the King of Glory will come forth, meaning that the divine existence of Hashem, the divine presence of Hashem, will be revealed to all. And this is also what Yom Kippur is all about. On Yom Kippur is when all of those incredible high-level openings in heaven open up for the sake of the true tzaddikim to the point where the Kohen Godel receives permission. The Kohen Godel, he represents the true tzaddik to enter into the inner, inner sanctuary, the Beis HaMikdosh. He's going into the Keser, the word Titaru, we mentioned in the past, which refers to the purification that the Kohen Godel affects on Yom Kippur. The word Titaru is Bigematria Keser. Lahamshich Ruach Hadoshamisham, to draw down a new, new Ruach from that incredible high place. And that's what really brings about the forgiveness of all of our sins. And this is also the concept of that final closing prayer of Yom Kippur, which is called Neila. In the Tfilah of Neila, 
one of the important, very important things that we cry out is asking Hashem to open the gates. As we say, Hashem, at this time, at the end of Yom Kippur, when the gates are about to close, please open the gates for us. Note the wording that we use. Open. Psach. Psach lonushar. Ki ikar hatikun alidei bechinas pasachanal. Because the main perfection, the main completion of the tikun is dependent on that pasach, that poiseach esyodecho, that ability to open up those yuds. Shezoichen alidei pesacharoto, which were zoichetu. By, by creating that opening of regret, Shehu Iker HaTshuva, which one of, is one of the most important aspects of Tshuva, when a person creates an opening for Hashem to forgive them by the person verbalizing sincere regret for what they did. Had I known what I know now, I never would have committed that sin. Shehu Bechinas HaToras Nedorim, and that's also the concept of being Matir Neder, through a Pesach of Charoto. Question in the chat, what is the Tikkun Habriya that Rav Nelson Zal is referring to throughout here? Hashem created, Hashem is perfect. Hashem created the world. He created the world imperfect, incomplete, in order to give man the privilege of being a partner in creation and being able to complete the world. Had Adam Arishan done exactly what he was supposed to do, he would have completed the Bria. He would have completed and perfected the entire creation. Because Adam Arishan did not do what he was supposed to do, the creation, and not only that, but he damaged the creation further, the, the, the world and all the worlds are in a state of imperfection, incompletion. And our mission is to complete and perfect the world through our Torah and mitzvahs. Every mitzvah a person performs, that we, we put a, a brick in, in completing the Bria. Every sin that a person commits, chas v'shon, brings the world to a, a greater state of imperfection, incompletion. Rav Nosnazal is going to elaborate further on the avoid of the Koen Godel on Yom Kippur and how it relates to us the special tefillah that the Kohen Gottel said when he was inside that Kodesh HaKadoshim. We to absorb what we're learning and to draw all the right lessons from what we're learning. To be to Tshuva Shalema and to the Gula Shalema. Bimhe Rabbi Amenu, Amen Amen.